Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Interesting book I've been going through over the last few days. It's a story of three women. Uh, It's the story of Kathleen, Dominique, and Jade. The story is called, the book is called Nanny, Ma, and Me. Uh, If you imagine the story of a woman who left Ireland for London in the 1950s to train as a nurse, and many women did back then, there she fell in love with a man called Larry. And Larry was Jamaican. He was part of what they called the Windrush generation. They got married and she had a daughter and then she came back to Ireland and now she has a granddaughter and her granddaughter's name is Jade Jordan. And during lockdown, Jade began to think about the history of her family and the fascinating story of her family and she decided to put pen to paper and she's come up with the book. Jade, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. Thanks so much for having me, and thank you for that lovely introduction. Delighted. <laughs> thank it's, you. It's, it's a lovely story, and you, you tell it well, and it's very interesting the, the way the different generations tell and interpret the story differently. How? how what age were you when you? What age, sorry, what age are you now? You. I'm in my early thirties. Early thirties. So, what age were yeah. you when you began to learn the story of first of all your, your nanny? Well, I, you know, I've I'm always been the detective of the family and the curious one. So I've always asked questions growing up. And um, I always just wanted to know more and have an insight into their past, you know. Um, but I started kind of recording my granny on um, camera in 2016 while I was still lucky enough to, to have her. And mm. um, I think that was a really big thing that I wanted to do. Um, and life takes over. You put things on the shelf. And then I pulled all this out in the lockdown and just started going at it with a pen and paper. Um, and then, obviously, George Floyd happened, which sparked a huge conversation worldwide. And I just felt that I wanted to shine a light on what did happen, and it is still happening here in Ireland. I think that was very important. Yeah, I wanted to have a voice and use my voice to express how I felt, which was, which was hard at times because I'm not one to talk about race. I've never done it before. I always kind of wanted to stay away away from it. I never knew really how to approach it, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course it does. Like, your your 
Your nanny, when she left Ireland for London in the 50s, was one of hundreds, if not thousands, who did and, and went off to train as a nurse or train as whatever. That wasn't unusual about the story. Meeting a man in London and falling in love with him wasn't unusual either. <laughs> but, but the fact that he was a Jamaican man in, in the Windrush generation, and that's a fascinating story in itself, isn't it? In the itself. whole Windrush. Of course. I, don't, I, I didn't even delve too much in, into that in the book, but I was even looking up on it last night. There's so much there. There's a, that's a story in itself. Mm. And unfortunately, I never got to meet my granddad to ask him those questions. Yeah. So I suppose you just have to go on history. Yeah. Um, you know, which, which is fascinating in itself, you know. Yeah. Him moving to the UK at that time as well is so interesting. Yeah. And there's so much there with even that story. Yes. You know, but I just yeah. wanted to know. I, yeah, I just wanted to know more. And I'm so proud of my mom and my nanny for allowing me to do that and for allowing me to give them a voice within this book yeah yeah because i'm mar- so they, aware they married that in it's 19, exposing yeah they married in 1963 and i think this is the first I, as a person who who uh, jade I, i've never understood why anybody would judge anybody else on the basis of their skin color so so of course you know and and i remember a, a lovely couple in my own park at home he had been a priest uh, he'd, mm-hmm. and he'd gone off on the missions and, and while he was there he he met a woman fell in love with her left the priesthood and married her and brought herself and their children home and i i remember some of the neighbors used to shun him yeah, you know, and that was like that's not that's not too long ago. But but in, in 1963, it was illegal for a marriage between Larry and and your nana to to happen. It was, and it actually continued to be illegal for another four or more years. Yeah, incredible. You know, so I, that was fascinating for me in itself because you fall in love with who you fall in love with, I guess, and and color should never come into the equation. But yet, yeah, did and I feel like we've moved on. Yeah, there's still so much more for improvement and learning and education and understanding, and that stuff I'm still, still, still del- delving into. I don't know everything, of course I don't. Yeah, do you know? And um, but I think it was very important for me to, you know, yeah, yeah. I just even even for my career, I think it's important. I'm, I'm an actor, and I think it's important to know, you know, that that informs your work. Yeah. You know, and that that may lead to me creating something, um, which I've done with the book. But you know, for you know, TV or film, hopefully that's something that happens also, and then that comes into play with the representation of people that look like me here in Ireland. Like even going back to that, growing up as a child, I didn't have that representation on our screens. You know, I even if we talk as far back as the dolls that I played with, all had blonde hair. All the princesses all had blonde hair. Mm. It's only in later years that we're seeing black dolls and mixed race dolls. Mm. Mm. So we are changing and, you know, there's this huge shift. Um, I just feel really uh, proud and I suppose honoured to be a part of that shift. And if I have a voice, use that. I guess that's really important. Yes. Like when you were growing up in Dublin, um, Mm -hmm. did you experience like, Obviously, you experience things in school. We all do. But looking yeah, back on your course. time in school, did you experience direct racism in school, Jade? Was it accidental or on purpose, if you know what I mean? Well, no, you know, I, I'll, I'll be t- so honest. I didn't have 
what my mom had in school. I didn't. In primary school, there was another mixed race girl that was like me. Um, and that was it. And then when we went to secondary, it was a little bit more multicultural. I didn't, but I had the questions, you know. Mm. Um, I did have the questions. And, you know, with all the time, I always say this, it's important to state that it's not always, always racism. Half of the time, it's people just being intrigued. Yeah, I or think curious. It's the contradictions, yeah, it's the contradictions that always kind of baffled me more than anything. Was we live in a in in a country of contradictions? You'll say you're Irish, and people will go, "No, well, actually, where are you really from?" Well, Do I you just get told that? you a face I mean, value. Listen to Absolutely. you. You've got a broad Dublin accent, like <laughs> I couldn't. Well, this is what I laugh at because I couldn't be any more Dubliner, Dubliner, and people <laughs> genuinely fall over their own feet, like PJ, and that's that's no joke. When I open my mouth, they're like, "Whoa." Wasn't expecting, wasn't expecting that, you know, and uh, that was, that was more what I experienced was the, where are you really from? Um, and just pure Do you find that hurtful? Yeah. You know, if somebody asks you where you're from, PJ, you say Ireland, people will take that at face value and will leave you. (laughs) With me, I don't, you know, there'll be a poking and prodding. And there's a way of asking these questions, you know. Mm, yeah, and do you get uncomfortable then when if people say, well, "Yeah, okay, right, you're 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 from you're from Dublin, but but you know, what do you does it when people ask, yeah, but tell me more, like tell me more." Yeah, like you know, and I, I'll be so honest with you, you it depends on your mood. Mm. <laughs> you know, you're human. It depends on your mood, and having to go into a spiel of a story of right, well, actually. So my grandmother's Irish, my granddad is Jamaican, that makes me quarter. Having to explain that all the time can be a bit annoying, you know? Mm. Like my sister has a totally different complexion to me and she gets it as well. She's a lot lighter skinned than me and she gets it as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like it is still a question. I think there's that misconception that you can't have my colour skin or a black person's skin and and be Irish. Yeah. That's a very, you know, unf- that's a very, very unfortunate perception. Well, isn't it? Because my question always is, PJ, well, what does an Irish person look like? Mm. Do you know what I mean? You write about that like, troubling you a lot and, and, and you write about it. I found it a very tough passage. You, you tried to scrub the, yourself white. Yeah, well, I know that actually... I didn't realise, I suppose you push things away and you don't talk about things, as I said, for years. But actually, the lot of people that I've been speaking with you in interviews and in meetings, that story actually has really grabbed people's attention. But that is a common thing. That is a common thing. You know, when somebody referred to me as dirty, I was 10. <laughs> I was a little girl. You know, and there are things that stay with you, stick with you. You know, you, as a kid, there's loads of things that stick with people as children. Mm. And children, we remember everything. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We do. Oh, oh, thank you for saying that and say it again if you want to. They do. <laughs> what that Chil- we, we chil- do. Children yeah. remember absolutely everything. Yeah. Like they really do. You might think they're not listening or watching, but they're taking it all in. I said to somebody, I was, I was on Ireland AM this morning and... When children enter the world, we're a sponge. And that, that's what we are. The world is our oyster. Mm. And we learn. We learn from our parents. 
we learn from, from schooling. We learn, you know. So I always come back to, I strongly believe, and this is my opinion, PJ, mm. that you, it's a learned behaviour. It's learned, and it's learned from adults. I, I've you know, just a child that, doesn't yeah. know anything about colour That's, when they enter this world. Do you know what? I having having had my own kids through school, Jade and and my my little boy when he was six or seven, he had a yard buddy called Mustaf. Yeah, and we thought okay. we thought Mustaf was a was a nickname until okay. we went down and discovered that Mustaf was a lad from Nigeria. Okay, who, who who had well actually he was he was from Cork. His parents were Nigerian, but he'd been born in Cork, and he had a flat. Cork accent, but, but 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 all my all my son saw was his pal in the yard. Never this color of mustache skin didn't enter into him at all. It was a kid he played with, and you're right. I think we don't. Children are never. No racist was ever born. They were taught. Yeah, I I, I you know that's my opinion, and you know okay, I think we have a very that. similar opinion on that, but. People may argue that, you know. People may argue that, but I think it is a learned thing for absolute sure. Mm. While you, you know, while you were writing the book, did you did you come to any realizations about the Ireland in which you live and and work now? Did I come to any realizations? Yeah, the realization is that you know. I think the change. I come back to that again. You know, I didn't go through what my mom went through. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if lucky is the right word. She should have never had to have gone through that in the first place anyway. But like times are getting better and we are progressing. Like we weren't always as multicultural as we are now. You mean you step outside your door, you step into the city centre, even down a Cork anywhere. And there is multicultural restaurants, businesses. And I think that's really great. We didn't have that where London progressed a lot earlier than us. Yeah. You know, um, and accept because I mean, that's exciting. Do you know what I mean? I think it'd be a very, very boring world if we all looked the same. And you know, um, you know, like I think just accepting um, diversity is is progression. Yeah. You know, and I, I I really think if you see something, say something. It's not okay um, to ignore things. I, I mean, I always come back to if it's safe to do so. Like if it's a situation that you feel safe to say something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, if you see something going on. Um, but you, you, we are, like, I mean, look, I go back to my, my job. Yes. Our screens at the moment, um, there's a lot of actors on our screens now who represent um, the new diverse Ireland, which I think is great because people are seeing this at home, where years and years ago, you didn't see that at home. You know, they had it in the UK, they had it in their soaps, but we didn't have it on our soaps here. Mm. We had Samantha Mumba later on. We had Root Nega. You know, we had Phil in it early on, but we didn't have, I didn't have a role model as such when I was growing up. Mm. Yeah. And I think for a little girl sitting at home, like I was once, you know, hoping to be on the screen one day or on stage, I hope that there's a lot of us out there now that have found our place and are giving mm. people the hope and, you know, yeah, and and how is the career going, Jade? Will we will we see you on the telly or the screen, big screen, anytime you, soon? You will, you will. Actually, I've got it. I've got you know, work has never been 
never been busier for me. The lockdown was flat out, obviously, with writing, and I got funding off-screen Ireland for my own first short film, which I wrote, starred in, and um, produced. Fantastic. So I shot that, which is coming out, um, which has been out. It, it made its premiere in Galway, and I can't announce it now, um, but we have another festival coming really, really soon. Um, so I have that coming out soon. I have I'm have a role in Kin, which oh, is next you. week on Sunday. I do. I'm so looking forward um, to Kin, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be really, really great. I mean, if you've seen any any of the clips, they look brilliant. Um, they look amazing. The way it's shot and everything is is super, and the caliber of actors in it is fantastic. Um, then I've got a series out which um, is should be out next year for ITV and RTE. I can't name it, unfortunately, at the moment because it hasn't been announced. Okay. And I've got a feature film which is making its premiere at Toronto next week. Wow! Um, and then I'm about to wrap in Spain. I fly to Spain soon to wrap on a new series for ITV. So, I mean, I've been flat out. You're busy, busy, All busy. I talk about myself. I don't like talking about myself, but she's she's doing well at the moment. So, I'm really thankful and, Good yeah, you. really, really, and, and really, the book, really And the book is flying and it's going down well. And it's, you know what it is, Jade? And it's it's a complex issue that you address, but you address it in a way where you tell your story beautifully. You engage oh, the listener. Wow, well, thank you. And it is obviously... A biography or an autobiography, but it reads like a novel, and that's its selling point. Oh, wowzers! Well, well, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, 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 you know, and I dreamt of doing stuff like this years ago. But it's so funny. I never dreamt of doing a book. I, I, I dreamt of doing, you know, something for TV with it, maybe a feature film or something. Mm. But. I'm so grateful that Hashet approached me. Yeah. Um, I took to social media and voice how I felt last year. And it's amazing that people are online and scouting for new talent and giving people an opportunity and giving people their opportunity to speak and voice how they feel. No, it's a, um, it's a super book. Yeah, you've done, you've done I, a great job and, and lovely to talk to you today. I could spend, I could spend the day talking so to you if I had more to do. Come here, I'd have you here till all night, PJ. She <laughs> loves to have a chat. Um, but I know you've got other people to talk to. So Jade, take care. Yeah. Lovely, lovely chatting with you. Thank you very, very much for having me. Cheer. Appreciate it. Have a Cheer. good one. All right, bye-bye. Courts 96 FM.